Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the three game NBA main slate on Tuesday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. I do want to say it is great to be back. It's been almost a week since I last up or I uploaded my last YouTube video. Again, I was out of the country with my family, but super excited to get back into it and talk about this three-game slate. If you're unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload on Apple Podcasts. Link is down below. It's called the DKDFS Show. And if you're interested in for premium content, I offer two different packages on Patreon.com, NFL, and NBA, where I cover the main and the showdown sites. The sponsor of this video is Thrive Fantasy. Guys, Thrive Fantasy is a player prop site. We're actually building out a roster on player props. And the less probable the prop is to occur, to occur the more points you receive if you choose correctly. So, uh, and yeah, the players must play to qualify. So like one example, there's Kevin Durant, he's questionable. Um, so he has to play for this to, you know, the under to, to hit, right? So there's some game theory in it. Obviously, the, uh, the more likely it is to occur, the, the less points you get. So um, one that I think is kind of interesting for uh, tonight is Steph Curry, 40 and a half points, rebounds, assist. He's most likely going to break the three-point record uh, tonight. So uh, maybe he does it in a big fashion and has a uh, great game. So I kind of like the over there, rolling the dice and stuff. Curry, um, you know, he's been struggling a little bit of late, but maybe gets it together and breaks the record with a massive performance. But, yeah, guys, if you want to try out Thrive Fantasy, make sure to sign up and use my code DKDFS. It is DKDFS, all one word. You get a 100% match up to $100. All right, guys, so before we get into players and the prices for the three-game slate, we can look back on up here from uh, last slate. So last slate, I, I like landed an hour before lock, so I entered like all my stuff when I was still on the plane. Um, it was, it could have been a massive night for me. So cash and everything, main, showdown, late, all that good stuff. But uh, going into the late game, I thought I had a real shot at a takedown. Like I thought I had a really, really good chance. And... Uh, no thanks to Chris Paul, my or thanks to Chris Paul, my hopes are crushed. Um, so let's go over my lineup: Gabe Vincent, Brunson, uh, Korkmaz, Boucher, Jokic, Chris Paul, Porzingis, and Javale McGee. Um, and I think every single one of my players was in a blowout, basically. Um, besides Gabe Vincent, I guess the game was technically close. Brunson blowout, Korkmaz blowout, Boucher blowout, Jokic ejected, Chris Paul blowout, Porzingis blowout, McGee blowout. So, um, yeah, Brunson was the absolute shock here, about 90% as he should have been. Uh, just lost big minutes. He only played like 25 minutes. Lost like 10 plus minutes because of the blowout. That was so frustrating. Porzingis only played 25 minutes too. He had 53 fancy points. The field got bailed out. He should have been way more popular. Lower stakes, he was, he was lower owned. Um, he should have been way more popular. Um, and that was very frustrating that the game blew out. Um, Korkmaz did get some blowout runs. So I, I got a little bit lucky there. Pivoted uh, to him once we once we got news that Seth Curry was scratched. Uh, I was surprised Korkmaz was only 14%, but it was probably because that news was only about 20 or so minutes before the game started. Uh, Boucher was the chalk. Blowout. Was not paced for a massive game. Jokic, he had an outside chance of 100 fancy points. I know that, what, there's like six, seven minutes left in that game. Uh, ejected. Chris Paul... Like, are you kidding me, Chris Paul? He's lost me so much money this year. No Devin Booker. Revenge came near to Vance Clippers. And he's just not aggressive on the offensive end. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing, Chris Paul? I need Devin Booker back, especially 
for my best ball team who I'm just so all my top guys injured again. Just no fun at all there. And we went over Porzingis. And McGee got some foul trouble plus the blowout. So he was only about 30% owned. He should have been way higher. But we didn't get that news until uh, after all the other games started that DeAndre Ayton was out. So, um, yeah, guys, that's it for the look back in the main slate. Uh, I had a chance. I had a chance at a takedown. But Chris Paul just basement game there at 6% ownership uh, kind of sealed my fate. Now, I didn't have uh, the... Thunderdome up, so I can't go back and shock. But here's ownership in the $555 tournament. Again, you guys can just check out Fantasy Labs contest dashboard. Um, you can check between that and like the main $15. You can go, you know, see what um, what some of the players you respect playing for ownership wise. Take, you know, see what stance they're taking when they're building 150 lineups. Um, but yeah, in the $555 tournament, Brunson 84% owned, Chris Boucher about 70%, Jokic 62%. Porzingis, 39%. McGee, 38%. Uh, so the top five guys in ownership were all in my lineup. Reggie Jackson I actually originally had, but made some changes once Korkmaz was starting. He was 32%. Harrison Barnes was 21%. He was a bust. And Terrence Mann, 21%. So that's it for the look back, guys. All right, so uh, let's talk about the stream slide. I guess really quick, if you guys do enjoy the content, make sure to just hit that like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. Let's try to aim for 100 likes on this video. So let's start off with Toronto and Brooklyn. So on the Toronto side, it's a good matchup here for the Raptors. Um, the top two guys, Van Fleet, Siakam, what, what we know here is they're going to play big minutes. So I think Van Fleet has a little bit of a higher floor because the peripheral stats is going to be handling the ball a decent amount. Um, you know, only played 26 minutes because of the blowout. But I think he makes for a decent spend up. And then Siakam, a little bit of a lower floor, but he's still playing big, big minutes. So these two, uh, you know, you know the minutes going to be there. And again, the Nets have not been great at the defensive end. Now, Scotty Barnes is 7-4. If he can stay out of foul trouble, he's probably going to play also close to 40 minutes. Like, the Raptors are just running the starters into the ground. Now, a little bit of a lower ceiling as opposed to Van Fleet and Siakam. But you're also getting them at, you know, about $1,000 cheaper. Gary Trent Jr. at sub-6K. He's also going to play big minutes. He's just a little more reliant on the scoring. So the floor is low with Gary Trent. But he does have a high ceiling if he knocked down his shots. And I'm expecting close to 40 minutes in this game if it stays competitive. Now, Chris Boucher, again, no, no Achua, no Ken Burch. He should continue to start. He was on pace for probably close to 28 to 30 minutes in this game. Uh, in that last game, if it didn't blow out. So even at 4.8K, I think it makes for a pretty good value. A guy that can kind of do it all. Good shot blocker. Um, just a good a fantasy point for any guy when he's on the court. The bench here for the Raptors, some of these guys had good games in the blowout because, you know, they, they got extra run. Like, Goat Nabe uh, went for 32 fancy points. See, Mikhailuk had a decent game. But, like, if the game stays competitive, these guys are not going to play much. So, I don't know if we have to go to any of the bench guys on Toronto. Moving on to Brooklyn. So, uh, we have a lot of guys out here for Brooklyn. Obviously, Kyrie, but Aldridge, Harris, Johnson, Bembry, Millsap, Javon Carter, all out. And then Kevin Durant is, they don't have it up in DraftKings yet, but he's questionable with, I guess, an elbow. Of course, he is on my best ball team as well, so he will probably sit. Um, so that's the big piece of news. So Kevin Durant is out. James Harden uh, is going to be probably the most popular spot up in the slate, but it's for good reason. Like, he'll play 40 minutes and just be super, super high usage. So the Kevin Durant news is big. Now, if Kevin Durant plays, then both Kevin Durant and Harden are viable, but neither would stand out at uh, prices above 11 k each. Now, here's where things get interesting with the value. Again, it really does depend on Kevin Durant, whether or not he plays. But, like, Patty Mills' role is not going to change much. He's going to play 32 to 35 minutes. He's 5'4", though, so, like, that's the downside. Plus, he is pretty scoring-dependent. Um, Bruce Brown, Cam Thomas, 
Uh, Bruce Brown's 4-3. You would think if Kevin Durant's out especially, he's going to play more. So have a little bit of interest in him. Cam Thomas, kind of score independent, but he's been getting some good run for this team. 32-25 and 29 Mets the last three games. I do kind of like him for value. He's a good shooter, and we saw it in the summer league. Right? This guy was putting up massive games. Now, the big, so with Aldridge out and Johnson out and Millsap out, you would think Nick Claxton probably starts. If he does start, I would think he gets at least 20 minutes. So at 3.1, then Claxton makes for a great value. They're probably going to have to dust off Blake Griffin for some minutes. Um, I don't know if I want to go there, but I guess he's viable in a large field tournament. And then, you know, we'll see. I believe Duke, Sharp, and Edwards will be available, but we'll, I'll wait on confirmation on that because um, they some, they go like back and forth with the G League. But, yeah, David Duke uh, got, like, big minutes. What was it? Two games ago, he played 22 minutes. So these guys are like end-of-the-bench flyers that um, if Kevin Durant is out, that they could be viable. But let's just, let's just count out like the players who we think are, are going to be available, right? If KD is out, it's going to be Harden 1, Mills 2, Brown 3, Cam Thomas 4, uh, Blake Griffin 5, Claxton 6. And then you would have, what, Edwards, Sharp, Duke, 7, 8, 9 if Kevin Durant is out. So that would be nine, avail- 9 available players. If Kevin Durant's in, it, it should be 10, I believe. Uh, but again, I'm not 100% sure on some of these end-of-the-bench guys. So we'll wait on confirmation for that. Um, all right, let's move on to Golden State and New York. So again, Steph Curry, most likely going to break the three-point record here in this game. I think he needs two to break the record, or one to tie, two to break it, I believe. Um, you know, the, the match against the Knicks is not great, and he has really been struggling. So he's going to be low-owned as a, you know, contrarian spend-up. I think he's playable, but definitely doesn't stand out if you're building an optimal lineup. Now, what I will mention, Jordan Poole, 5.8K, He's been playing some pretty good minutes here. Did only play 29 that last game, but previous uh, three games, 32, 35, 37. He's kind of been the number two on offense here, and he's sub-6K. So I like Jordan Poole. Wiggins, Draymond Green, we kind of know what we're going to get from them. Draymond should play, you know, 32-ish minutes. He's a guy that can stuff the stat sheet at this price point. Feels about right. Andrew Wiggins will be the number three or number four on offense. You know, can have one of those upside games every once in a while, but normally he's going to hover around. 30-ish fancy points. So, again, just a secondary play. The bench, I'll talk about him because it's a small slate. God, this team is just so frustrating, the rotation they run. Otto Porter has been getting around 20 minutes um, off the bench. Now, I will mention Andre Iguodala is back. He rested last game. And Iguodala's first game back here against Philly, uh, Otto Porter only played 18 minutes. So, um, the minutes are definitely more in question with Iguodala back. But, yeah, you have, like, Bielitsa, JTA, Peyton, Chioza, Damian Lee, Kaminga might get some minutes. Iguodala is going to see some more. They just play so many guys. But the one value play that looks interesting to me is Kavon Looney at 3-2. So the Knicks do run a bigger lineup with Randall and usually one traditional center of, like, Noel or Robinson. Last couple games here for Looney, 25 and 27 minutes. And I'm not sure if we get that, that many minutes for Looney. It was against, you know, Embiid and the big front guard against the Pacers. But if we get, like, close to 20 minutes from Maloney at 3-2, I think he makes her pretty good value. All right, on the Knicks side. So, star Julius Randle, 9-2. I don't think he'll be super popular, but he's going to play mid-30s minutes. He's shown a much, much lower floor this year. Um, ceiling is still, you know, 50-plus fancy points. It's just the floor is a lot lower. So, he's more in play for tournaments. Now, uh, last game, we had Barrett out and Alec Burks out for personal reasons. But Alec Burks is back. Uh, the most recent game he played, he shot 0-7, played 37 minutes. I would think he goes back to starting and playing, you know, big minutes for Alec Burks. So at 6.3K, I think it makes a decent play in the mid-range. Now, Derrick Rose started last game, played 37 minutes, 33 the previous. 
Um, we'll keep an eye on the starting lineup, but either way, at 5K, whether he starts or comes to the bench, I like him here. If he starts, I have more confidence in D. Rose. So I think he makes for a really solid play at that price. Quickly at 4-6, you know, been averaging about 25 minutes here the last four games. I think it's, it's certainly doable if at, at this price point um, in a game that should be played at a faster pace. You guys know my thoughts on Evan Fournier. I hate playing this guy, but every once in a while he'll get hot and they'll play him more minutes like they did here against Denver. He played 36 minutes. Um, but the floor is super low, right, because he's not going to do a lot in uh, the peripheral stat department. As far as the two centers here, Robinson and Noel, um, I think I'd rather go to Noel 3-7 than Robinson. Um, you know, minutes have been a little bit higher in Noel, but both have been a little bit disappointing. Now, Quentin Grimes uh, played 40 minutes last game and, and went off. Now, he shot really, really well. Plus, we have Alec Burst coming back. So proceed with caution here with Quentin Grimes. We'll see what they do the starting lineup. If he starts again, then he looks better. If he comes on the bench, uh, his minutes are definitely more in question. Uh, Obi Toppin is out, so Kevin Knox got some run at 3-6. He'll probably get the backup four run. Um, did play 29 minutes. Again, that was kind of due to the blowout. I think he's viable in a large field tournament. But, yeah, that's really it for the Knicks. Let's move on to Phoenix and Portland. Again, Booker, um, I don't expect him to come back with the hamstring. I haven't seen any information on it yet, but don't expect him to play. DeAndre Ayton has just been an illness, and he was. I saw him getting shots up uh, yesterday, so I thought he was going to play. Ended up sitting, though. So um, that's a, those are two big pieces of news. But right now, I don't expect Booker to play. I think Ayton's status is more up in the air. So we'll start with Chris Paul, who... Still tilt about this last time. So you know like Chris Paul is going to smash tonight when I don't play him. Um, it's a good match against Portland. Again, if there's no Booker, he's going to be the highest usage guy on this team. But he's really been kind of disappointing with Booker out. Like You would expect a lot more here from CP3. But maybe this is the game he breaks out. Bridges' role doesn't really change. She's not like going to be super aggressive on the offensive end. So at 5'7", it doesn't really stand out to me. Um, the value is where it looks really good here for Phoenix. So... Um, Jalen Smith also questionable if he can't go. They ran some small ball five like Cam Johnson or, or Jay Crowder. Cam Johnson's been playing about 30 minutes a game uh, last five games here. I think he makes a really good value in an up-tempo game. Campaign had to play a lot more last game. He played 29 minutes. We know Campaign's a good point-per-minute guy. I think he's a good value. Jay Crowder got in some foul trouble last game, but he probably pushes for 30-plus minutes. I think he's a fair value. JaVale McGee, if there's no DeAndre Ayton, looks phenomenal. The only real way he would fail is foul trouble or he gets ejected or something like that. But, like, McGee is just, again, a great, great point per minute guy. So there's no DeAndre Ayton. He looks great. Shaman at 3-8 has been starting and playing mid-20s minutes. He's a lower usage guy. I think he's a viable contrarian value play. And then they dusted off Alfred Payton, but I don't think I can stomach playing him even on a small slate. Now, if Ayton's out and Jalen Smith plays, he should play the backup five. He played 22 minutes last game. So if Smith's in, I think he's a decent contrarian value play who should play the backup five and play around 20 minutes and probably will be very, very low owned. All right, and finally, the Portland Trailblazers. So uh, they're getting healthy finally. The only guy that's out is CJ McCollum. So Damian Lillard at 9-7, I think makes for a great spend up. He's going to play close to 40 minutes, going to be a super high usage player. So Really like Dame there at that price point. Nurkic got in some foul trouble last game, only played 21 minutes. I would think he plays closer to 30 if this game stays competitive. Now, you know, I guess Phoenix could go small, so Nurkic's minutes are a little bit more in question. Plus, they're getting healthier, so he's more of a risky play at this price point, but still has the upside. DSJ was out of the rotation basically last game with Dame coming back. Norman Powell still playing big minutes, but he's also kind of scoring dependent. Scoring dependent, so it's 6K. It's just a secondary option. Anthony Simons at 5'6", played 33 minutes. 
Um, did shoot really, really well. With Dame coming back, again, doesn't really stand out. Nasir Little was the absolute chalk in high stakes last night. For some reason, he only played 20 minutes, which is a little bit concerning. Now, Little's been pretty decent fantasy point per minute guy, but if he only gets 20 minutes again, it's definitely going to be hard to prioritize him. Larry Nance started. He played 26 minutes, but like, again, you would have thought with him starting, maybe the minutes go up. They didn't. They actually, uh, Covington off the bench, uh, played 34 minutes. So, you know, these wings on Portland, I don't know if one really stands out with like Little, Nance, Covington, but they're all playable on a small slate. And then, yeah, Ben McElmore, you know, I don't think he's basically out of play for me. I mean, he kind of get hot behind the three-point line, but um, I don't think I want to go there on this three-game slate. So, yeah, guys, that's going to do it for the video today. If you haven't enjoyed the content, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. But thanks again, guys. Really appreciate all your support, and I will see you in the next video.